86th time coming at you. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Helping you keep your finger firmly pressed on the decking industry, the people in it, and the information you need to master the backyard. And now, now. host of the Ultimate Deck Podcast, Shane Chapman. All right. Yeah, you, then you say more things. Yeah, but no, but like, did, do you think that actually records right over top of his name? This is the very first episode I'm going to host. Shane is just along for the ride. Yeah, that was a rough start. That was rough. That was... It was not a rough start. So, we're 86. Why 86? 86 is Wade's favorite number. And so, so, we decided today that you 86 were is one of my favorite numbers because I worked in the restaurant industry and when you were out of something, you were 86. Is that a real thing? It. Yeah, you 86 it. Why it's is a true story. What does that mean? So, I was looking that up and... It, and uh, Corey, the guy that used to work here, told me the meaning behind it, but it originated way back in the day, and it was about when people would get kicked out of the restaurant, and it was like they had been 86, and then it was now just like something that was banned from the restaurant. Anything was 86, and was out. And so now, interesting. If you're out of product, if you're out of whatever, you're out of wine, or you're out of sauce of some kind, or you're out of chicken, it's 86. And so you, we were talking about it today. It was like, it's episode 86. And I was like, who? We're out of the host. New host. So you've got, you came up with the topic today. You came up with the items. That yeah, because you topic. told me that I was like, I've never contributed to the topics before. Right. Bold move. And then you opened it. You opened the show. Here we go. Then open my drink. I'm not going to handle being the second guy very well here. <laughs> I like to talk too much. <laughs> so speaking of my tasty beverages, from this one's from my buddy Garrett. Garrett and McElveen. I think that's true. Azek. Yeah. Azek Timber He's usually in here. Garrett yeah. Mellon. Garrett Mellon from Azek Timber Tech. Hooked me up with a coffee lager. Uh, not my first choice for a lager, but I'll drink it. Yeah. And? No, I haven't had but any. Thank f- oh, you haven't taken a sip yet. And I, Mm-mm. I've got from multinational local brewery here in Regina. They're, those guys are in Calgary, I think, right? Yep. Calgary. And this is Regina. And Regina wins. This is, uh, it's not I, bad. It's, not it's good for what it is. It's not bad. I'm not a coffee lager guy. But this sports, what is this called? Sports. Just called sports. Just called sports. Oh, yeah. From multinational you, brewing. Oh, my goodness. It's good. Drink it when you play sports. Is that the idea behind that? Look at the yeah, labeling, yeah. too, though. It is like it's, 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 what am I trying to say? It's purple. Royal. It's like it's very. Uh, is, that, is that the first multinational you've ever had? Nope. I drank the other ones that you brought, too. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> no, but like but you've never had that, any of their other beers? I don't know that I have, actually. Oh, yeah. Nope. Are you they all this good? Oh, yeah. They're oh. weird. They're weird. They had a cinnamon toast crunch beer. Holy one year. Sh- hard pass. It was awesome. Come on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. So pile of bones is my go-to in town right I now. I would do that. I like, I like the pile of bones beer. Okay. We got an hour of uh, fun stuff going on here. It looks like people are betting on us arm wrestling. Are we uh, going to do that? Yeah. We did a little thing where we got the Instagram fired up first before we started recording and it's gotten people amped up. <laughs> like now they're all... <laughs> Like, I guess we should do it like this more often because now everybody's contributing and stuff. So do you want me to go through these before we get to the worldly news? Yeah. Uh, Lumberjacks, everyone is stoked for Wade's topic. Yeah. So that's good. Um, <laughs> this is like how to, how, to, how to work the next day through a hangover. Is that the topic today? <laughs> you just We've seen on. that before. Be entertained. I'm pretty Donning, sure that was episode 83. <laughs> Donning and Decking says, isn't that all Shane does anyway? Wade is always the star. That's oh, bright. Ouch. Yeah, exactly. Rob, Thanks. LED light Bruce. guy says, anyone else think Wade is delaying the arm wrestle? 
Yeah, I'm totally delaying the arm wrestle. I like and I Danny think from lose. Lumberjacks thinks I'm the one delaying it. See, that's the problem. We're both delaying it. That's why it's not happening. We both think we're gonna lose. It's like neither of us want to. <laughs> An homage to the Lakers. Oh yeah, there we go. The homage to the Lakers is sports beer, sure. And uh, I don't whoever this JD guy, whatever he's got lots of muscles. He wants the arm wrestle. To that's happen. me. Okay, buddy. I'm gonna drink a beer and I'm all. We got 13 people in here. You're good at this. You bring in a crowd when you host. Okay, here we go. Uh, worldly news by producer Bryce. Producer Bryce, let's hear it. Let's hear the worldly news. Do we? Is there an intro to that that we were supposed to do? Oh, Ao, touch my hand. That's, That's the, the worldly news. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it, I guess. Ao, touch my hand. It's the worldly. Okay, let's go. Okay, number one. I cut it down this week because we were really long last week. Well, you had five yeah. last week. I've yeah. been going to three, but people yeah. fell asleep. So I went with three this week. Good okay, call. three good ones is better than five. Eh. Okay, so Rotterdam police sees two tons of cocaine hidden amongst bananas. That's a good spot. Like just in the bunch of ban- like a there's like a bunch of bananas going to a grocery store. Like I don't understand. Yeah, there was in a, the banana or in yeah, the bunch wow. of bananas. Had they opened the bananas, put the cocaine inside, it then sounds like sewed that. the banana peel back up because that's really smart. That's commitment. That is. Impressive. Or you drill out the top, pour it in. But if it's just like you're top. at Costco and you take a few bunches of bananas off, throw a bag of coke <laughs> in it, and then put them back, not as impressive. Not so yeah, I think I think that's what they did is they hid them within <laughs> yeah. the bunches of bananas. Oh shoot! So, does that uh, even make those sense? Cocaine's, those cocaines got to Costco. Yeah, bananas pretty much get exported from the same market as where cocaine comes from. They'll like, never look. <laughs> you like grow bananas in Colombia and Guatemala? Yeah, they came out of Ecuador. Yeah. Okay. See. So like that's a bad. I've changed my tune. This is actually a bad place, a bad <laughs> idea to put your cocaine in the bananas. It's too obvious. Okay, that was quick. Put it in the barley. Nobody's going to expect a barley farmer. Okay, number two. The ShamWow guy is now selling masks. Oh, like COVID mask. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he in prison? I want to see that video. Didn't he beat up a stripper? <laughs> this is true. He did. Or a like prostitute the, or something? The blonde guy. Right? The yeah. bl- blonde yeah. skinny guy? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like, slap chop. Vince. He was like, Vince. you're going to love my nuts. That yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. He I, he I ended have, up in jail. I he, have the video. He beat up somebody. Okay, you have well, the video of what? Of the sham, the ShamWow commercial. So I'll oh. just put it up. You can hear it. Okay. Get the ShamWow mask made in Germany and the USA. It's made with the same high-tech material used to make surgical masks. But the thing is, you can't wash these. ShamWows are machine washable, reusable, and disposable masks. Come on, you're wasting them like you're a billionaire at a nightclub. Check this out. ShamWows are infused with real zinc to help fight and stop bacteria and other microbes. It's light, breathable, and has a cotton interlayer for comfort. Almost all cloth masks are made with woven fibers, which allow airborne germs and viruses to get through easily. But ShamWow is non-woven and prevents microbes from entering, keeping you safe and sound. So you get it all. Comfort, zinc, reusability, and the best protection. Those other masks you see on TV are made in China. I love Chinese people too, but come on. Quality-wise, <laughs> oh go with the God. USA. And you save the environment. Forget the environment. Save yourselves. This get is your not real. Mask with zinc for only $29.99 plus free shipping. I'm ordering now, them. You'll get a second ShamWow mask free. Just pay for processing. Call 1-800-239-2134. <laughs> that's 1-800-239-2134. There's no way that's real. Yeah, ShamWow. That is not real. ShamWow. Selling masks. That is a spoof. ShamWowMask.com. You're telling me that's real. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. That's the guy? That's It's the same when guy. Like, you can tell he's been to prison. Can listen to his voice now. He's had something busting up his vocal cords. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, one more worldly news. One more worldly news. Hey, now we're selling masks from Shamwell. <laughs> like, when did he start sounding like I, I that? I like Chinese people. <laughs> like, that's something else. Okay, but if, I mean, if you're going to wear a mask, you might as well wear an absorbent one. It looks one. like a Shamwell. Does it? It's it like looks the like yellow. a Shamwell on your face. That's yeah. dual purpose. That's smart. Yeah, that's smart. You spill if something. If it can mop just... up your wine, it can mop up your COVID cough. That's right. I think you got a. You might have a gig here in this the telemarketing world. You might be able to go on the me. Yeah, shopping network channel. Why? Because I'm like your enthusiasm was good. I'm excited about if it. If it can mop, <laughs> if it can <laughs> mop up your wine, it can mop up your COVID, COVID. cough. <laughs> yeah. It so is. he's kind of the king last one. Though. Last one. Okay. The police in Australia said a driver was pulled over for speeding on a highway, and he gave a great excuse. He was fighting off one of the world's deadliest snakes with an ice, with a knife going 76 miles an hour. The snake was in his car? Yeah. And he was battling the snake while he was, he was battling driving. Battling the snake while he was driving. I and think was this if, a true story? This like is a true story. Like, the cop was like, well, hot damn, there is there's a snake in yeah. So I think if I was doing that, I'd stop. <laughs> I'd get out of the car. I don't think I would. I don't think I'd get the car to seventy six. Yeah, what was going faster going to do? Uh, I'm uh, not sure. Kept him pinned to the window at the back. <laughs> I don't think so, man. He's in the car now. He's doing seventy six. If I too. go fast enough, I'll give him the speed speed thrills, and you'll get all like queasy in his tummy, <laughs> and then in all of his tummies, you'll get queasy, and then yeah, okay, yeah, fine. So did he get off? Is that yeah? He like got I off. need to know. The well, cop was like, the cop was like, yeah, hey, yeah. That's as original he found as the ever. Dead snake in his car with a. Oh, knife so he in won. It. Yeah. <laughs> so it helped. Going faster helped. Maybe. Uh, Does it work if you get caught on a speed camera asking for a friend? Uh, probably <laughs> not. Did you get that? Has it did you get up? a ticket? <laughs> did it show up at your house? <laughs> did you hear about that? <laughs> I, did you hear about the six thousand dollars ticket? Richard? No, wait. I didn't get hit with the speed camera. It was the cop in the ditch where the speed camera usually gets me. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching for the camera, no camera, boom, lights yeah. run. Yeah, boy. I was Got like, me. oh, there seems to be a Chevy Suburban parked in front of this where the speed camera usually goes in the ditch. I wonder what that's all about. There it is. Yeah, I got a ticket on the way to Saskatoon. <laughs> Davidson. They've been hanging out there. Oh, yeah, that's really bad. In the that's ditches. Bad Since they've started their, uh, what are they calling that, smart? Smart? Is that what they call campaign? it? Campaign, their speed and whatever, blah, 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 blah. They now park in the ditches at Davidson and catch people that don't slow down for the 80s on there. Mm. And like, they got you. Is what it is. You got away with one in January because you went through Moose Jaw and there was a, like the camera flashed and you called me. You were like, hey, uh, bad news. I'm yeah, in your I'm, truck and the camera just went that's off. That's a bad one too. Oh yeah. He was doing, doing 115, 115. In an 80s zone. Yeah. The camera flashed. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, too fast fighting snakes. The camera didn't get it because it was blurry. It wasn't a high resolution so, enough. Here's what it never came. Like I never got the ticket. Oh, that's good. Because it would I be phone the cops the next day. I was like, "What's the frames per second on your cameras out there? Like, how <laughs> is there like a <laughs> okay? What do they call it when the when an airplane like breaks the speed sound sounds? barrier? Like yeah. sound barrier. They get a big puff, like a big boom, like mm. yep. weird thing around them. Yep. I had that going through that camera. It's the same. And I was gone. It's 77 miles an hour. Okay, before we Back get on to this thing here, we got to figure out, like, we got to keep up with the Instagram today. It's it's, uh, it's wild. Okay, we're arm so, wrestling. 306 voice works. Yeah. Cameron says, Wade's pretty. He draws a crowd. Yeah. Can't disagree it's with that. because of the gray hair. 
what else we got here? Uh, people saying hi to Kevin. He's popular. Speaking uh, of pretty people, hey? No kidding. We should. He should be hosting this thing. He <laughs> loses it, though, when he gets on camera, though. On Does mic. He? Yeah, he gets all sweaty and nervous. and Not as bad as... Uh, not as winner, bad as Simcoe. LED Light Guy no. says, uh, winner of the arm wrestle can give away to a live viewers a $250 lighting package. <laughs> Simon. Uh, what about Simon? Oh. Uh, like Pure View Simon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets nervous on the camera, man. Sundeck thinks we should have uh, shots of scotch. What else yeah. we got in here? What would we do with the snake in the car? <laughs> uh, I, was, I have a snake in the car every day, Rob. <laughs> Mr. Wayways from Loveland, Colorado. So welcome to the podcast. And then J. Rod Miniman gets to battle winner. I still don't know who this is. Is he coming? Are you going to come down here? Who is it? I don't know. I mean, we have to look him up afterwards. J. Rod. J. Rod. Anyway, what's your topic? Arm wrestling. Let's <laughs> get this over with. Planning. Is everything. Okay. And so I want to talk about how you should plan out your deck. Sure. All right. I love making lists. It's one of my did favorite have, things to do. Do you have and a title I, for this podcast? Planning is everything. Oh, that's the title. That's the title. Oh, okay. I can I can work with that. I, I wrote it in... No, I said it in bold. Yeah, so I you know can how to, tell. Yep. I know how to type all those words so I can... I'll, I have no problem posting that. And then... Because I like lists, I think it's really good. It helps Bryce edit properly. It like he's able to chop it up easily. <laughs> it helps with the flow of of content yeah. and yeah. and communication. People love lists. People love lists, right? Yeah. I've known this my whole life, so this is why I wrote the list. Right. <laughs> yeah. The irony behind this is I actually hate lists, and Shane was like, "You have to put it in a list," and I was like, "This is such crap. Why can't, can't we just talk about the good things that you plan?" We can't show up at the topic of the week. We're just gonna generally. Talk I'm gonna ramble on for 45 this. minutes. That's what we do. True. Fine. Alrighty. So, planning. So I believe this is basically for homeowners. I like, this is not for contractors. This list, this is the like stuff that the contractors can use to tell their the people they're building for. Okay. Or this is just for DIY people. Yeah. Have a clue what your budget is. Have an idea. Number one, you ha like you have to have a budget. Yeah, it's not that important. Exactly. For you, just I, tell them how much the deck is. Yeah. I. I should do what Wade does to me on this. Have to. Like, be devil's advocate and everything. Nah, nah, nah. I have to. Budget doesn't matter. Control my spending. And so therefore I have to have a budget. I know that you have limitless money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not everybody is as wealthy as you. Yeah. That's not what zeros mean. Zero is not <laughs> infinity. Unlimited. <laughs> so everybody's got a budget. I think that when you get that budget, people lie to you. That's what I think. I think you can usually, it's usually a little bit more because they're nervous about that. They're think, scared yeah. to tell you. It's hard you're... to get it out of them in the first place. That's the problem. That's how I open. It's Nobody like, wants to tell you their budget because they think you're after it. I am. It's like, we must look like desperate, desperate men. And we do. <laughs> we don't shave. <laughs> I don't shaved shave. today, right? Wearing the same shirts every day. It's like they show up and they like, this guy needs to funny. eat. Like yeah. he looks hungry. But yeah, people obviously, and this is more for contractors. I think as a retail store, people are a little bit more at ease because it's like a, there's a 
you're not just driving a truck around. There's like a place. They feel a little bit more comfortable trusting a place that has a location and there's products and they can see what's going on. There's more than one person that works there and there's other customers there. And it's like a lot of things to put them at ease. But for contractors, both of us having that in our past, we both know that walking in asking somebody for a budget right away doesn't get answered cleanly very often. Yeah. It's like, hi, my name's Wade. I'm here to get all of your money. How much of it yeah. am I going to get? Yeah. And you got it before you ask, you got to look around, look inside of things, like look in their bread box and be like, what do you got in there? Like check their silverware drawer and be like, so how much are you looking to spend? I, uh, I pulled up, you got a pretty nice looking car there. So I already know you're going to lie to me. You walk in, you're like tradesies for the Porsche on this or what? <laughs> But getting that out of them is like, ah, it's so important. And it's one of the hardest things to get out of them until you've built some rapport. But they need to understand too, the importance of giving you a budget because you just talked about this today. You said there's a guy in Facebook that was like, how much is a deck? And this is like, as, as silly as that sounds, that's a word I'll use instead. As silly as that sounds, people ask that kind of question all the time. How much, how much for a deck? I like, I typed a swear word. How and much then for I a back car? I deleted it. Like it's yeah. the same question. How much for a car? It could be 500 or 500,000 with a generic question like that. Mm-hmm. Average 35,000. Like, yep. You can't answer the question without having some details around the project and getting too far down the, down the path of trying to give somebody a budget or like a quote without knowing what they're wanting to spend is a complete waste of everybody's time. Yep. My time's valuable. Get it out of them. You need to give the budget. That's what I said. All right. Kevin for man FDI thinks it's just as much as they can borrow. I think that's probably fair. All of it. And whatever you can borrow. He's <laughs> like, that's, that's great slayer right there. That's like, what are you looking to spend? What's your credit limit? What's your credit score? <laughs> this house get, remortgaged? I get you set up on financing. Let's remortgage this baby. Yep. Let's get you something. Own any other properties? <laughs> Have you had a spinning dining room table? Uh, no. Well, you could. Let's go. Um, number two, it's probably important to look into zoning and setbacks. Yeah. And the space that's available. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no end then. Yeah. So where we were going with that one was, that was your idea. So you take it. <laughs> I said, sure. I, I said, super, don't. super awkward for me. Cause usually I'm just able to like, just go and then you film whatever you want. And now I'm in the back being like, I don't know how much he wants me to talk now. I'm supposed to like, let him take the lead. But then, I, then so there's here's moments of silence and they make me weird inside. And this was your idea. And I think nobody should get permits. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Did anybody watch last week? I was like, I was all over the guys. So anyways. The 306 voice work says, now you sound like a used car salesman. I'm trying to get all that out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want the rust protection with that? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the screws and nails I use, not for outdoor use. That's an upgrade. If you want, I can use the right nails. But you're going to pay for it. Okay. It's just bare spruce studs out of my basement I didn't finish. I had a handful of drywall screws and some other screws. I didn't know what they were. They had a weird head on them. I don't even have the driver for it. But, but I think I can pound wanna, them in. If you want to use the... Listen, I'm cheaper though. Okay? You're going to get some quotes. Nobody's going to touch my price. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody touches my if price. If you want, I can put the outdoor stuff on. I think it's overrated. Yeah. Anyway, so what we're talking about there is like you don't want to build a deck and find out you built it where you're not allowed to build it. Yeah, cities have rules. Setback, space available. And so that can be a few things. It's like, it could be the rules of the city. It can also be just like pure size of your yard. 
you know, like don't come in planning a 700 square foot deck when you have 800 square foot backyard. That's silly. I don't think so. I think it's absolutely you genius. You have nowhere to pee. You want the right nails with that big <laughs> ass deck. <laughs> <laughs> but in some places, like every, literally, and this is one, like a lot of building permit code rules come from the National Building Code book. So they're like every jurisdiction has their own tweaks to that, but a lot of them are the similar, right? But when it comes to, when it comes to municipal or whatever uh, setbacks, those rules can vary a lot. There's no national code on that is what I'm trying to get at there. So you need to check the building code because, for example, in Regina a few years ago, there was no rear yard setback. You Boy, just that's had a mouthful. To, I bet you couldn't do that four times in a row. Rear yard setback? <laughs> no, nope, I'll be lucky to do it twice. <laughs> but you used to be able to build right at the back of your fence if you wanted to, unless there was an easement there, which there typically was like a 1.5 meter or three meter easement or something. Mm-hmm. But now they've just gone ahead and said, no, no, there's a setback at all properties now, regardless of easement of 3.5 meters. So you can't build within 11 feet of your back fence, no matter how big your yard is. And so you need to be familiar with those rules. In your town, it might be bigger, less non-existent. And the side yards and everything else. You need to know the rules. You don't want to build this $40,000 deck and then find out you built it somewhere you can't when you go to sell your house. Have you ever built a deck that was over an easement? No. (laughs) No, I... Really? I haven't. I did build one four inches into that setback when that was a new rule, though. Plan one? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, recently. Yeah, recently there's a contractor that did one. And I did... I spent the permit. You did the drawing. And then was like, yeah, yeah. You didn't pound that. You didn't pound the screws in on that one, but no. uh, you drew it. I drew it, but then I told him before that anything happened. I was like, <laughs> "This is not going to go. This is not going to fly." You're like, you're well into the easement here. Um, we got some comments here. Trifecta Builders Inc. How do you combat when people say Home Advisors says the deck should cost the, this much? This thing, this these lights in this make this hard to read. I got to take this mic and dip it like Elvis. No, you know who it's like? Uh, How do you combat when people say Home Advisors says the deck should... Oh, I see what he's saying. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. So how do you... Freddie Mercury. This is a great question. Listen up. When you took that mic, you looked immediately like Freddie Mercury. Ow! Because I was watching a Queen documentary the other day. God, he was so amazing. This... Listen, this question is better than any of the points you came up with today. Like the three so of let's us talk wanted, about it. We're all having different conversations. Fine. <laughs> let's talk about it. What Trifecta Builders is asking is how do you combat when people say that Home Advisor says the deck should cost this much? So what he's talking about is that you go to these different websites like Home Advisors or Trex.com or whatever, and they'll give you an estimate based on like how big your deck. And you're like you punch in 10 by 24. And it's like approximate cost of materials is this much. And now yeah, yeah. you go give the guy a quote and, and you say, this deck is $24,000. And it was like, how is that possible? HomeAdvisors.com said it was going to be $17,000. I think you should ask HomeAdvisors for a material list. You know what I mean? Like, they're, if they're willing to spout off the numbers, then show them yeah. to me. Yeah. Send, like, send me the list. I'll happily look at it. And they won't be able to do that. They won't be able to send you a list. It's like, because they don't have a hot clue what they're doing. They're yeah, like, I don't they're like, taking an average number from the cheapest $500 car to the most expensive deck, $150,000. And then they're doing an average and they're like, nah, it'll be 10. And they're not accounting at all. Garbage. Like, I, just, I just had a Burt man and it was like, we ate. Um, Did we ever eat like what kings did we today? It was paid. Uh, Amato's, Amato's, Amato's Lebanese wraps. Oh, oh yeah. my God. So good. But Juanita. I'm, the estimator has never had one. She had oh one today, God. and I 
this is a she true. went home early she was so banged up after that. <laughs> this is a true story she was like she quit answering the phone she was just like take a bite wade i cannot believe how good these are there where is this place located uh right down the street you drive yeah. by every this day is not a good i now i'm gonna be there lots i was like mm -hmm, that's what happened to me too so this is what kind of, this is what ticks me off all these websites they have no business quoting in gen, in generalities like they do at all because for one they have no respect for the market that the person might be calling in from like they may give prices like i've seen i just saw a graph the other day it's like how much it costs to run uh lights in each state for a house if you were going to put christmas lights on like the griswolds that's what it was it's actually the graph it was like it would cost you this much to run ten thousand light bulbs at christmas and then it was like, here's how much it would cost if you switch to LEDs. But the point I'm trying to make is if you looked at the cost of electricity in like Arkansas versus New York, it was like three times more in New York. And I'm not saying that directly translates to building materials, but it does. There is, there's like, there's differences in how much building materials cost from one market to the next for a variety of factors. Yeah. So like for us, Trex costs more here than in Winchester because right. it's got to leave Winchester. Correct. And there's an exchange rate to deal with. So this person's on a website that's exchange is only one of the things that might factor into it, but freight to get it places, the different margins, the different markups, like where you're shopping, like all these things play into it. The cost of living, like everything plays into how much those boards are going to cost in every market. So home advisors are like, oh yeah, 10 bucks a square foot, blah, here you go. And it's like, no, no, that maybe that's accurate in North Dakota, but it's not accurate in Tennessee or, or Seattle, Alberta, Seattle, Washington, it's like you don't have a clue. And I don't know if this, if he's talking about if they're quoting install stuff too, but then that would piss me off even more because they have no business quoting install for anything. One guy might charge four bucks a square foot because he's terrible and doesn't care. And one guy might be 40 bucks a square foot and he's really good at what he does. But how can you average it out and be like the average deck's going to cost blah to build? 22. So, like, so I don't know how you combat that, but I think the first step is to be like, listen, that's just that explain right? that. That's a completely, that right. that's using general averages from who knows where they get it from. This is like, it's not anything. I do a complete and full takeoff. <clears throat> I, I think they get it from 14 years. Of, I've built 2000 decks, 14 years in the business. I know my stuff inside and out. This is what it's going to cost. Home advisors, who knows what they're using? Like you can't even combat it because you don't know how they're coming up these numbers. We just have to explain that to them. Do you think and we think should, do you think you, we should sue home advisor? Let's do I it. don't want to, but I, but I do think, <laughs> but I do think that if you have a customer or a client that's holding you to that and being like, no, no, you need to do it for that. Nope. Boom. Red flag gone. Peace. Yep. There is no need to combat and try to convince them otherwise. And don't leave them anything. On don't leave the them next. a drawing. Don't leave them your takeoff. Don't leave them a plan. Don't leave them anything. That ain't they, customer. they don't, you don't owe them anything. Correct. Bounce. Get out of there. Yep. So, and spin your tires on their lawn too. Dunning and Decking says it's all down to interpretation. Ask the home advisor to write the deck quote up for you. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Home advisors suck. Uh, Trifecta says, I'm better than you, Wade. I don't know what that's <laughs> referring to, <laughs> but it's probably accurate. Is, um, yeah. At drinking? I NFDI yeah. says, Home Depot. Effing aggravating. Not our type of client. Doesn't calculate any of the details we add. Yeah. Uh, Majestic Outdoors says it's like the homeowner who says, I figured out the materials cost and what's your labor? Nope, that's not it. I never ever built any Peace. deck ever for somebody who was going to supply their own materials. Nope. I just, I was like, nope, I don't do that. Find somebody else. It's okay to say no to jobs. Mm -hmm. And that's what guys, like a lot of guys it's have learned that. It's actually super empowering to say no. It's important. Yeah. And empowering. And I used a different decision. word. I said empowering. 
It is empowered, but I, I just mean like, yeah, it's super important. No, that's not the word I said. <laughs> I'm allowed to have some words too. Yeah. But no, I had said that like, what did I say before that? You said it's super empowered. I said it's okay to important. say no. What I meant yeah. to follow my own word up with was like, no, no, it's not just okay. It's important to, ha- to have the confidence to say no. Yeah. Because that's when you start enjoying work again. Because in my experience, every time there's been a red flag that I didn't listen to, it has bit me in the ass. And that is, it's like, trust your gut on these people. 28 minutes. We're good. So if somebody's home advisor said this, Home Depot said that, sounds great. Call the next guy on your list. I'm not the guy. I've got other more important clients that I need to take care of that do respect my time, my expertise, my craft. I did that in the store a couple years ago. And the guy was floored when I told him I didn't want to sell him product. He was just like grinding and grinding and grinding. And then it was like, tell me this list and tell me that. And I was like, dude, that's as low as I go. Well, I'm telling you, my neighbor's got a deck and I got a deck. And then I said to him, I was like, I hope that you wouldn't send your neighbor in here. Yeah, make sure they all go buy it from wherever you end up buying it. And he was like, what? You don't want my business? And I was like, "Uh, not like this. No, like I have no interest in selling decking at cost to you. And then for you to go tell all of your neighbors in your row housing? Absolutely not. Like I'm not in this so that you can have a sweet deck and I can go broke. And he was just like, so you don't want my business? Nope, not like this. I'm willing to, I'm willing to bend a little bit. I'll do some discounts because like, whatever, it's a sale, call it a sale, but I'm not putting it on for cost. That's not happening. And he was just like, he was mad when he left. It was awesome. Cause then somebody else walked in about those boards and we made money at it. <laughs> right. That's what people need to understand. Like the margins are not high in the stuff whatsoever. Like if you're running, if it, in the business of selling building materials, if there's a sale on, that business is not making money. There's a good chance they're losing money on the sale. The sale is not to make money. It's to get rid of product. It's to liquidate product. It's, it's to, to make, drive it's some to people in for cash. marketing reasons. It's whatever, exactly. but it ain't making money on that sale. Nope. Your margins are so thin that by putting any sort of sale on that's attractive, you're you're dipping into, you're pulling from your expenses and you're giving it to somebody. Yep else <laughs> is what it is is what it is uh susa says pen to paper unfortunately there are a lot of deck builders that live deck to deck and don't a lot of builders that live deck to deck and don't run a business yep. so that's true too there's plenty of guys that on the evenings and weekends like i used to that have day jobs that don't need to be making a living off this and don't need to pay for a trailer and that's not to say like i feel like i was still charging when i even when i quit my job went full-time i was still charging the same rates it wasn't like i was trying to bottom guys out or anything but some guys don't have to like maybe they have a good job. They're doing this for fun. They're doing whatever they're doing it. They don't need to pay the cost and the overhead of running a proper business and having employees. They're just doing it themselves. So they're like, yeah, if I make 15 bucks an hour, I'm fine making 15 bucks. So an hour. remember last week when we were talking about whatever it was that we were talking about and we said that you should have the portfolio and you should present the portfolio. Mm-hmm. So like doing that, presenting your WCB and presenting some like, yeah. like some pictures and your insurance and your warranty and blah, blah, blah. If you do all of that, your weekend warriors aren't presenting that picture to them either. No. So, so no. they'll be happy, not that they'll be happy to, but they'll at least understand why your price is different than home advisors price. And this, this comes up to the whole pre-qualifying, which is a topic that comes up on Facebook groups quite a bit recently is like the different things that people do to pre-qualify their customers before they invest the time in and yeah. the things you can do over the first phone call. It's like a lot of people say if they don't have a budget and a plan, if they don't have a budget and an idea of what they're building, they don't, Quote they it. don't do anymore. Yeah. 
figure that stuff out. Get back to me when you have a bit of a sketch and an idea what you want to do and a budget in mind and I'll work with that. But it's like at that point, they're kicking tires and they're like, I don't have time for this. They don't. <laughs> you don't have time for that. Um, I like Deck Protect saying, ask them why they deserve a discount. Because I feel like people would just be floored to provide an answer at that point. Yeah. Why do you feel like you deserve a discount? Because I want one's not an answer. Yeah. You asked me and to give up And if it is, then the answer is no. Yeah. You <laughs> gave up my, like you want me to give up my money. Yeah. And I do. I give up our money lots. We donated. Stop it. We donated a deck to. Stop giving like, up our money. Like to a ball diamond. We, we donated to build love. We, we, we donate. There are worthy causes because you're trying to take your family to Paris next year. Not my problem. Well, and the thing is too, somebody's buying a, like buying a, a $20,000 deck is making it 19.5 more affordable for you. Like it's not, it, it's, it's about the win on the negotiation. They want to feel like they got something out of it more so than it's actually helping them to afford it. And furthermore, if it's because you can't afford it, that's your problem. Not mine. That's right. Adjust your plans. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, well, I was hoping to spend 15. You can't roll into Porsche dealership with a Cavalier budget and be like, I'd like a Porsche, please, at the price of a Cavalier because I can't afford the Porsche. (laughs) Oh, let me see what I can do. Like, no, (laughs) no, you buy the Cavalier. (sighs) Wow. I feel like we digressed. So. Charging for the estimates has been the best move ever, says Suso Durliving. I've said this over and over and over again every time it comes up. Anybody who, I encourage it. I think people should charge to go do their estimates. And I've never met a person who has said different nope. than what he's saying. They all say best thing they've ever done. Yep. Agreed. They've all said. I, I realized that I blurted out no. It, yeah, I was waiting for I was like, I can't wait to hear this. But it was because I was reading. <laughs> I was on to the next thing. So, sorry. I... Support charging for estimates. Absolutely, you should make it happen. And what people refund the money. What people are worried about is that they're not going to get as many phone calls. Perfect. And yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. Perfect. You don't want as many phone calls. You want better phone calls. You're going to lose all the phone calls. Go ahead. You didn't want in the first place. Well, isn't that just pre-qualifying your hundred percent? Like it's a it's an easy way to do it. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. They're not willing to spend money right off the bat. Right. Bounce. Save yourself an extra five minutes. Don't get the phone call in the first place. Because yep. the people who are actually serious about it and actually want a quality builder, if that's the builder you're trying to be, is a quality builder who, yeah, you charge a little bit more because you put a little bit more into the deck, then you only want to talk to the people who are serious about it. And they won't have a problem paying you 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks for an hour consult and a quote. And most guys refund that back if they go with them. Don't show up looking like a clown, though. Show up like you charge them because you charge them. Right. For your time. So don't roll in there dirty and whatever. Unless yeah. your name is Rodeo Dex, then maybe you could get hey, away with it. Then be like a clown with assless chaps and get at her. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think like we're getting we're getting away from this, but charging for estimates, absolutely. I think Steve's bang on. Like and Steve, I think, was probably pretty timid to make that Yes, he was. He was pretty timid to make that step. I didn't even know that he had made it. But now knowing that he's doing it and he says it's the best thing he's ever done, guy after guy after guy have said that. Best thing they've ever done. Is that recently? Like that after the last podcast? No, 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 he, no. This is probably, probably this last year. year so oh, yeah. okay. Probably at the end of last year. Started charging this year. So, um, okay. Yeah, he says if they can't spend a hundred bucks, they can't spend 20 K on a whole project yep. either. Bounce. See you later. Um, permit to do or not to do. This wasn't on your list. Yeah, it was, man. It's right here. Look, it's number. Two. Oh, it's still part of number two. To be longest answer ever. 
I know. Um, Shane started talking. The LED light guy says, my I wife just asked, are they brothers? Nope. That's Attaboy, why, Wade. He I, says, <laughs> that's why I yelled at. That's my son. Oh, that's what you were yelling at. <laughs> I see. God, this thing is hard to control when it's so far away and my arm is weak when I'm prepping for an arm wrestle. I'm going to wrestle the arm. How do I get that back here? Okay. Get tired. Um, Joel says, hey, wieners from Mountain View Building Supplies. That's yeah, my buddy, Joel. I'm going to play golf with Joel. And Steve says, 100%, dude, you talked me into it in the past. See, we did that. We told him. Now we've removed a lot of stress from his life. I'll bet you that's true. You know who should make this step the next? Eric Teru. Nope. Charging for us. Us. You guys. Yeah, us. We're a retailer. We it's need different. to slow down the phone calls. We charge for things. We charge for designs. We charge for permits. Um, Permit. 2B. Donigan, is this the new Tracksaw debate? Charging for quotes. Uh, no, not the new one. Just the like uh, an equivalent one. Happening in the same... Time Traxos are in a debate. Dunnigan, buy a Traxo. <laughs> it's not go. a debate. If you were charging for estimates, you could afford one. You'd already have it. <laughs> right? Am I right? <laughs> right? You Five do. estimates, paste in a Traxo. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do six estimates, get a set of blades and a Traxo. Always charge your time, boys, says Ryan from Vinyl Guys. Yeah, that's right. He's right. Next. Permit. Should you get a permit? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You're not very good at this devil's advocate thing. Moving on. Uh, I mean, I don't give two shots if you get a permit. Number personally, three. But like, are you supposed to? You're supposed to. Meh. We're 38 It'll minutes in. You can headaches. swear now. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. Here we go. <laughs> okay. That was my uh, sensor button. So the third thing that people need to consider is the purpose and use of their deck. If you have given no thought to how you're going to use your deck, you absolutely cannot build a deck. There's no, there's no way. I didn't hear that one. I was reading. I was reading Ryan's <laughs> comment on Instagram. And now I'm in control. Squirrel. I've got him. <laughs> but he says your client gets paid to sit in their cubicle and make calls. What's the difference? That's a great point. Who said that? The client goes Who to their this? job and sits at a desk for eight hours a day and gets paid mm-hmm. $30 an hour to sit there and yeah. write things on paper and type things in a computer. But they expect you to travel to their house, spend an hour there, travel back to your house, spend two hours there, coordinate back and forth, figuring out details, and they want you to do that all for free. Meanwhile, that's what they do at their job all day. No, 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 no. They're like, they're doing important stuff. You're not doing important stuff. You're just, right. you're yeah. just building a deck. Anybody can build a deck. Yeah, yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Sorry, it's I not was that off. hard. I was off. Anybody was can build. That was, that's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. Don't. <laughs> Stop you <laughs> coming in here with those things. <laughs> God, this is a good answer. We could just make the whole episode answering the questions on here. Of course. Which would be better my, than why was bloody list. Instagram Q&A. Yeah, my, right, right. my podcast topic gets foo-fooed. Yeah, no, let's do, like, we'll do number three and then we'll go back to the exciting stuff. <laughs> number, two, number three. <laughs> Purpose and uses. All right. We're all on the same page. We can move on. Let's start a new debate. Purpose and uses. So when you, when you plan the deck... What do you think is the most important? I think, like I wrote down, you should talk about or you should consider dining areas, lounging areas, Taping kitchens. The joists. <laughs> Hot tub. Tape the joists. <laughs> Size of gathering and the times of day that you're going to use the deck. Dining, lounging, kitchen, hot tub. Sizes of people that are going to be on there. Like, how big is Aunt Matilda? <laughs> Big girl. Aunt Matilda. Does she need 12 inch on center? Is she going to make it to your deck to Her go? Her name's Matilda. She needs eight inches on center, <laughs> probably. 
<laughs> is there a 30 foot well under your deck? Ooh. Plan for it. Uh, and the time of day you're going to use the deck. Yeah, so we get this quite a bit. People walk in, and unfortunately, with the people with the plans, it's like, come to me with the plan. Then they come with the plan, and we're like, your plan is terrible. <laughs> but you big dummy. Listen, you didn't think about this. But no, what I don't expect people to know these things because they don't do it every day. But it's like, I have a patio furniture I'm going to put on there, and they don't know how much space they might need to put their patio furniture on there. And it's like, well, like bare minimum, 12 by 12 space. You want to have people to be able to kind of back their chairs out and not hit the railing or people to walk behind when there are people sitting at the table. That's a comfortable size, be that or bigger. But sometimes people walk in, they're like, I'd like to do this deck, and I think I want it to be 10 feet out and 14 feet wide. And Stairs are going to come out the house down into the middle of the deck and then off the side here. It's like they don't know to to think about the flow of traffic and the space and everything. It's like you understand that by having stairs at the bottom of the stairs, that's unusable space. People need to be able to walk there. You can't put anything there. And you've got them coming right into the middle of your deck, which means your entire deck isn't usable. Because you've now You're split not following it up. along at all. Oh, no, I am. What that's number about? six. Planning? Look at number six. What? Purpose and use is dining, lounging. Okay, sorry. Stairs is on six. Not big Stop stairs. Stop talking about stairs okay. on three. <laughs> what am I supposed to be talking about on three? This is episode 85 all over. You're just talking about like general uses, like how. Yeah. No, but you're absolutely right. You can, those are things that are important to consider, right? You have to, you have to consider where the going stairs are going. back to my Instagram people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me know when you're ready for my input again. Yeah. You were supposed to be playing devil's advocate. You weren't advocating devils properly. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, so what I meant by this was just like, how are you going to use the space? Do you plan to entertain out there? Oh yeah. Are you just going to sunbathe? Mm-hmm. Are you hosting birthday parties? I like, I don't one a year. One a year. I don't host any parties. It's like, no, nope. Small gatherings. I don't like too many people get nervous. Big so you're just talking about like having different zones for different yeah, or uses you, or something. It's like, are you going to barbecue out there? Yeah. Okay. Well then you should have an area for your barbecue. Are you going to dine? Yeah. You're going to have a fire pit, have room for all of these. And things. this isn't like, they don't even need to come to the party with a plan. They just need to know what they want to do on the deck. Have an idea of how you want to use this space. We can tell you how big it is. Your contractor will tell you how big it is. Right. We're going to land within these, uh, setbacks and the zoning rules. We're going to make the deck the size that you need it for the things that you want to do. Yeah. And we haven't wasted anybody's time because you told me how much money you're going to spend. Right. And your budget's seven grand. And so you are not getting the louvered roof system over top of the dining room table with the fire table. So you just want them to think about how they're going to use the deck, different functions of it so that you can appropriately plan potentially the structure if we're talking about hot tub or size and shape of different things. Right. (laughs) Planning is everything. Okay. I got it. Back to the title. How hard can this be? I mean, this is a pretty simple plan. Are we done number three? Can I get back to the Instagram? Yeah, let's read the Instagram. Okay. See if anybody <laughs> else wants okay. to Okay, here we go. This podcast is going to get good again. Here we go. Um, well, I got to scroll back here. You just hold on here. Track saws rule says deck protect. Deck protect says it's a point of protection for the homeowner and builder. It holds a minimum standard. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What the charging talking? for estimates. Like, oh, sure. Okay. You're a big deal. I uh, New England deck pros says I took my dog to the vet for a consult today. It cost me 800 bucks. <laughs> right? Right? Vets do and it. And nobody fell off a dog and died. Right? That's right. Nobody got a dog and was like, oh, this isn't big enough to entertain my whole family. <laughs> like, 
I, I find the little ones are way more entertaining, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, run around, bite people's feet and stuff. Um, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Susa Outdoor Living says, design and build for your every day. Don't design for those occasional three times a year. Yeah, but He's what if three times a year you have a wicked shaker in the backyard? No? Okay, just me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you haven't had a wicked shaker in your life. You've never been to a bubble party with three-year-olds. <laughs> That's true. I got kicked out. I'll showed up in the next time. Showed up in the panel van. They were like, you got to leave. Mountain View Joel says, when you stare into the camera, you're staring into my soul, Wade. Hashtag smoldering. <laughs> and then he says, design for purpose. Joel's been drinking. LED light guy. People who want free options want free 99 decks. Walk away, qualify your customer, period. He says, what the hell is he talking about? People who want free quotes want free 99 decks. Free 99. That's how much it costs. Oh, I see. Free 99? Yeah. Free 99. <laughs> okay. He's probably in the sauce too. Sounds like you got a dollar for it though, the 99. <laughs> it's not a total loss. Yeah. Your accountant would appreciate hey, that. Go with number four. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. The environmental factors. You know what the irony? <laughs> I, just re- <laughs> I just realized the complete irony of this is that you called this thing planning is everything. Yeah. This is probably the least planned episode <laughs> of the podcast ever. It's like it was whipped up real, like they're all whipped up fairly last minute, but like this was really last minute. This was, we forgot Bryce was upstairs. <laughs> Well, we didn't. You were downstairs hawking boards. Bryce and I were up here waiting. Yeah. What were you doing down there? Hawking boards. Mm. Are you selling anything? No, he was just standing there when I were walked you in. Talk- <laughs> no, no, I was you were talking that lady out of a board. She was like, I want this. And you were like, eh, I don't think I'd buy that if I were you. Yep. You're putting stickers on things. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't even putting them on. I was just like. Environmental re- factors. I was repressing them to make sure they stuck better. You need to make sure that you don't have radium under your deck. Or radon gas. Okay. These are the, this is Bryce's idea. It was the environmental factors. And so he didn't want your deck to be like nuclear charged. You had to be careful of the environment. Isn't this more of like a basement issue? I don't know. This is an open air deck issue. No. He I was, don't build decks. Is this real? No, it's not. He was talking about like wind direction. How much sun is there? Are you trying? What's the warranty on this board? It's 25 <laughs> years fade stain, lifetime structural. Does it have a radium warranty? <laughs> no, it doesn't have a radium warranty. What about radon? No, it doesn't yeah. have a radon warranty. Either. Yeah, Freddie, it's got a radon warranty. <laughs> yeah. But you have to lick it every day. What? You have to lick the board <laughs> to make sure the radon is off. Yeah. Couldn't I just use a pressure washer? Nope. nope. Not okay. enough enzymes. <laughs> Environmental factor. So, like, consider the wind direction. Consider, like, where the sun up comes onto your deck what time of day blah blah like it's up there yeah but where does it land on the deck is it land where you wanted to do all of your eating yeah yeah or lounging right maybe put your loungers over so there. you're not talking about being environmentally friendly you're just saying consider your environment <laughs> absolutely not it's going to impact you enjoying the your world deck. is concerned like if you've used a composite decking you have you've done enough for the environment that alone you've killed it okay you're good you recycled so many plastic bags you're in a safe place. Now you can do whatever. 
Now you can just like now you can spray Melathion all over the place. <laughs> so get out of jail free card with the environmentalists. Yeah. No, no, no. I use recycled decking, and now I kill all of my bugs. Stop driving that big diesel. No, no, it's okay. I've got a composite deck in my house. It's in it, the back. It's 10 by 12. They told me that would buy me four years of exhaust got, out of my truck. There's enough carbon saved. I can now just run my truck for four years. And I'm extending it next year. So then... <laughs> And then uh, do you have a view that you want to preserve? Are you like out onto a lake? Do you want to do cable rail or glass rail or something that like, so I know a perfect example of this, the deck that you built at Canada Valley, they were like, this mm-hmm. tree doesn't go. Mm-hmm. That tree stays. Build the whole deck around that tree. And you were like, oh, okay. So they had given that some thought. They had considered their environmental factor. They wanted to sit down here. They wanted to look at the lake. They wanted that tree yep. to stay. Eh? That's it. That's all I was meaning. And then yeah. <clears throat> block out your snoopy neighbors. That's a big one in Regina, mm-hmm. in a lot of inner cities. I was like, because you build four feet apart. Each but house also is the, wind. Feet apart. the wind, the wind here too, especially right. in my neighborhood. Check mark like, killed it. Wade, over there. like I've I've sold we sold some privacy screens to a couple of neighbors, more for wind than privacy. Yeah, because it's just like some days here are too windy to enjoy your deck, or at least in the spring they were right. Mm-hmm. So you put up this wind mm-hmm. wall, and now you can go out there and enjoy it. My one neighbor, she's like, this is the best thing we ever did. They're out in their porch all the time now, like their front porch. Yeah, they didn't use it before. Because it was just but a wind tunnel. What happened was now they're closer to you, right? Like you should have considered that because they like now they sit outside and watch you. Because aren't they right across the street from you? Yeah, that's neighbor? what I was going for. Oh, you wanted that? Yeah, I was. Yeah. You were cheering for Putting me. on a show. I got you. Voyeurism. <clears throat> now <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got something to show the world. <laughs> there was nobody outside <laughs> looking because it was too windy. <laughs> Maybe why he's got so many kids. Oh, man, we're running out of people in comment. Come on, you guys, save me. Come on, <laughs> come on, comments. <laughs> comments. <laughs> Your wife's in here now. I'm screwed. Why? No, I don't know. You're not going to get in trouble. Oh. That's good. Maybe. I'm a little bit. You should show her how your face is peeling. She's even intrigued. virtually to be between you and her right now. She's intrigued by your f- peeling face. Should have used my vacuum. That's right. She's mostly intrigued by the vacuum because she watched the story and was like, what is the deal with that nose? And I told her about the vacuum. She was like, nope. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's a true story. The vacuum happened. I'll do a video. Yes. <laughs> Should I fire that back up? We'll do a video. <laughs> I don't have to do a video. Go on TikTok and search for nose vacuums. Gross. You'll see people, or poor vacuums, they call them. Number five. Oh, just for your nose. Could be for anything. Possible additions. Are you going to put a sunroom on there? My deck? No. Yep. I have no... Are you going to put a hot tub on it? Uh, no. Did you think about that when you were building your deck, that you might put a hot tub on it? No. No, exactly. Now you can't. I did, but my wife was like, I don't ever want a hot tub, and so then that dream died. I think a hot tub would be great. We should get one here. I also want a hot tub, and JJ doesn't want one. I don't disagree. We have a lot of room up here that was supposed to be for a ping pong table that never materialized. I would be open to a hot tub What instead. do you think? It's a hollow core floor. We probably could, man. We likely could put a hot tub up here. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, Barkley, give me a hot tub. Lower level. Are you doing an addition on the lower level? <laughs> That's it. You're going to add another level. That's okay. It. That was a whole so, point. The whole point was like possible additions. Sunroom, hot tub, lower level. Because that's <clears throat> structurally you need to plan for those things. Well, the lower level, maybe not. But the sunroom, if you're going to put a sunroom on, you need to plan for that. you got to have proper piles. you got to have your doubled up rim. Because why, Shane? Rim, whatever. Because planning is everything. <laughs> and if you're going to put a hot tub on there, you need extra strength too, right? <laughs> yeah. And the lower level, you just if you want to do that later. 
Yeah, you got to know where your stairs are going to go, right? You don't want to put your stairs. You might not want to put stairs there yet at all. If you could have a lower level, you could have a slide until you got the lower level in, and then the slide could be gone. Yeah. Okay. Now what? Uh, Read your comments. Looks like next one. Comments. Get at her. Um, JJ's lovely thing says, "How much longer till supper?" Now that's (laughs) the kind of question I can get behind. I'm full still. How much longer? Did you tell her that we ate? We had big. No, she wasn't in here yet. We had big pitas at three thirty. I'm not hungry. 3.30 3.30 Wade's time, which was 6 o'clock. We just finished them. Nope. Awkward. Um, Sousa says, always consider gas and electric. Oh, yeah. Sousa should be running this thing. I He's don't know that I need my fire to drive me. anywhere. Anyway, that's not a terrible comment. I mean, surprising coming from Steve, but... <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh, my God. He's been MIA for a year, <laughs> and then Shane just roasts him. Yeah, Thanks well, for coming in. Roast, roast, roast. I, See you no, next no, no. year. I gave him some major props in his earlier comments, and now I'm just like, tired. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I've been too positive for too long. I need to light some shit and fire here. Anyway, but it's a good it's a good point. Are you going to eventually do a natural gas uh, fireplace on your deck somewhere? Are you going? Do you have a propane barbecue today? But you're planning on getting a natural gas barbecue? Like, Would you ever do that? I don't want that. I'd never well, want a natural gas. Barbecue. I personally, I don't like them. Uh, I'm impartial. I have propane. I've always ha- had propane. I've never owned a natural gas one to know, but I've heard people say it's like the food doesn't taste as good. It's not as hot either. It doesn't get as hot. Not a problem with my barbecue. I got to keep an eye on that sucker. That's what I mean. Cause it's propane, right? Yeah. Turn it up to a thousand. No problem. But natural gas, you're not going to get that hot. It doesn't burn that hot. You ever watch a house I fire? Know that I need it to get that hot. Houses don't burn that hot with natural gas fires. You get a propane fire in there. That's why you have to keep your tanks outside. Because if the propane lights on fire, it's like, oh, poof, yeah. house burns faster. It's far more devastating to stand back in the street and watch your house burn down from propane <laughs> than natural <laughs> gas. That's right? For sure. It's been my experience. Oh, my God. All my memories are going up hotter than I want them to. <laughs> I feel like it'd be better if your house was going up in propane because it would just be over. Yeah. Poof. Done. Anyways, I, so that was my argument was that the propane cooks hotter. And so when I cook steak, I like to sear them. Right. And so it's got to be like, it's oh, got to be yeah. close to a thousand degrees. Like you said, set it on yep. there and it better be like, this has got to be sizzling or I'm not interested. Yeah. So Next. yeah, run your lines now if you're going to do it, because it's hard to dig things into the ground or frame underneath uh, your deck later. If your deck's not super high off the ground. Yeah. Unless you have short friends, then you're good to go. Like Bryce. Bryce, come dig this trench. <laughs> I am shorter than both of you. <clears throat> That's true. Functionality is more important than aesthetics. I don't and know I if he's like even usefully this. shorter though. No, you know what I mean? Like no. he's not. It's not he's he's short like the where you 19, can do things you can't do. He's like the nineteen five. It's I was not like build a deck that was twenty, and he's like nineteen five. <laughs> it's not like, like you like, drop someone to the fridge and you're like Bryce, go get that. <laughs> like just walk under there and go get that. It's not like that. <laughs> the table, maybe. There's yeah. <clears throat> oh look, no questions. Hold on, there's questions. <laughs> Susa says, propane fire table versus gas, though. Having a few drinks, and darn, we need to swap the bottle. Well, don't, oh. ha- like, how many drinks are you having, Steve? You're burning through a whole propane bottle. What? Planning is everything, Steve. <laughs> you should yeah. have known you had people coming over. Put the full bottle in. Yeah. Right? That's what I thought. I mean, if you're going to drive to Saskatchewan tomorrow, Steve, you're going to fill up the tank before you go. <laughs> just like, unless you're like me, and then you just head off on the road. <laughs> oh boy, I should have thought that through. I gotta get gas. Oh my oh. god, we broke stuff. Okay, 
So number six, last thing, functionality versus aesthetics. I didn't know that this was going to be our last podcast ever, but it feels like it should be. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, it just feels like this one should be our sign off. <laughs> so okay, number six, how, how can you most usefully or efficiently use the space? So plan your size to reduce waste, optimize board size. So yeah, what your title is functionality and not aesthetics. Yeah. And so like if you're plant I don't know if aesthetics is prop like it is the exact thing. Like I don't know if that's exactly the right one. Plan to like, work with the materials efficiently. Right? Yeah. Like you're saying, like don't build a fourteen by ten deck, push it to sixteen. Same price. Because you're gonna buy sixteen foot boards and cut them apart anyway. You might as well just throw a couple more joists on it and go with a little bit bigger space. Probably actually costs you less. To do a 16 by 10, then it costs you to do a 14 by 10. I don't know how that would be possible, but okay. How, is it, how would it cost you less? Because, I guess, so like, yeah, maybe the- Gotcha, uh, bitch. Well, so here's the thing. Maybe it doesn't cost you less, but it like, maybe your cost per square foot is lower at 16 by 10 than your cost per square foot at 14 by 10. Yep. Right? Yeah, that I can get in- yeah, I agree with that. Right. Because you're going <laughs> to add two joists. You have $60 worth of framing and a couple hangers. So you're at like, you're at a hundred bucks. feet of rail. Yep. Right. So you add a hundred dollars and you got two more feet of deck. Yep. Or 20, depending on how you want to do the math on that. I don't know how you're doing it, but. Two times 10. <clears throat> oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, just optimize board use and stuff. And so that, that is as easy as figuring out what the heck you're building with. Have, have an idea of what you're putting together. Right? How long do the boards come? If you're doing the bamboo boards, and it doesn't matter, that's fine. They're six feet long. They interlock. You don't have to be as worried about 14 feet. But if you're doing composite or cedar, they're 16 feet long. Do 16 feet. 16 yeah. foot nine. Yeah, it takes a little bit more planning than a house where, like, you've you have standard. Nope, not true. I've built a couple of houses. <laughs> it's not even close. Houses are way harder to plan than <laughs> a deck. Me, let me finish. This. Anybody can build a deck. Let me finish this thought. What I mean <laughs> is that the the building materials are made to what standard house sizes are, and decks are very not standard. So therefore, you got to plan for it more. Yeah. A house, it's like how much drywall do I need? It's like, well, your ceiling's eight feet tall. Yep. Okay. Well, then you need four. You need four foot wide sheets. Yeah. Is it nine feet tall? Okay, well, you need four and a half wide sheets. Yeah. But we were- the materials come to fit the size that people build things at. But with yeah. decks, it's like there's no rule book. It's not like 13 and a half foot decks are like 80% of what gets built. So therefore, we make our boards 13 and a half feet long. It's like, no, they just make them in certain lengths and you got to play to the materials rules, not the other way around. Yeah. And that sort of happens in the house industry as well. When we built our house, we did 10 foot walls and there was a bit of a like pushback from the builder. It was like- going to 12s isn't actually going to cost you that much more. Like if you went to a 12 foot interior wall instead of a 10 foot interior wall because yeah. of the material, right? You're taking your yeah. four footers and cutting them in half, blah, blah. But anyways, I said, have you seen the price of paint? So then yeah. we did 10 foot walls. <laughs> uh, last example. Home advisor like, said the 10 foot walls <laughs> <laughs> are way cheaper than the 12 foot wall. Yeah. Uh, the last one that I had on here was stairs should be divisible by 20 feet. Lights and trims like that can be considered functional, right? Like adding some lighting for your stairs so your grandma doesn't do trip down. Explain the stairs. the stairs divisible by 20 feet. Uh, solid edge deck boards that you use on your stairs I see. are 20 footers. And so make sure that the boards cut up nicely into that four foot or five foot, not six foot. Six foot wide stairs are not ideal. Yeah, you get a little bit of waste that way for sure. 
Unless you can use them as unless you're doing picture frames, then you can use up those two foot chunks. Yeah, because then it's seven, eight feet, and then you've only got twelve feet of wasted board. Yeah, good to go. Uh, Don't do big stairs. I think that whenever people walk in here and they're like, "I want to do this giant, long, cascading, thirteen foot wide set of stairs that sprawls out onto my lawn," it's just like that monstrosity costs as much as your whole deck. What are you doing? People pretty commonly underestimate the cost of stairs on their deck. It's the worst. For one, because they never calculated into their head in the first place. Oh, it's over. Oh, no. Delete. That one's not worth saving. And uh, so they, they often don't calculate it in, in the first place. They think like how much, even if you're able to give them a square foot number, you're like, it's $20 a square foot for materials or something. Then they're like, oh, my deck is 10 by 10. So $2,000 then. Yep. Yeah. But and then stairs five hundred dollars for the stairs. Yeah, and they never calculate that part in. And then they want some big fancy stairs. And it's like, not only did you not calculate it, your stairs are going to cost as much as the deck. This is now a four thousand dollar deck, not a two thousand dollar deck. How it's just stairs. Yeah, but look at the amount of materials going into it. Mm-hmm. It's as much as the deck. And if you're hiring somebody to do it, it's far more complicated and time consuming than building the deck. The stairs. It's it. Yep. Couldn't agree more. I don't got to tell you that. You don't got to tell me that. I already knew that. That's why I said don't do big stairs. Yeah. Unless you can afford it. And then do big stairs and buy all your stuff from me because I love selling big staircases. I always try and talk. I do like big stairs. <laughs> yeah. But I no, I, in some design applications, they can make a lot of sense. You know what I had is a, a, a customer that came in. Fruit roll up. Cu- what? You had a fruit roll couple, up. Nope. A couple weeks ago. I, they are. You should have one. And she wanted to build this deck and she wanted this, uh, because it can make for a very grand entrance. You know, people ought to spend a lot of money in their front yard, kind of landscaping and building for curb appeal in the front yard. And then they want big stairs or like a grand entrance or whatever. A deck can, you can get that same thing. And usually that starts with a nice big set of stairs. But she had this idea that she had copied off Pinterest or something. And it was like the deck and, the, but she's like, I don't want any stairs included. And I was like, okay, it sounds good. Cause she's like, cause I want to do this. This is the dream. And it was like, it was some cast concrete box planters. And in between it was like concrete steps, but everything was up to the height of the deck. And there was some planters and some lights built into it. It was a super cool look. It was very industrial, like just a different material getting mixed in with the rest of the decking. Awesome. And I thought that looked way cooler than just putting a set of composite deck stairs on their deck. Probably cost the same. I <laughs> nope. don't know about that, but, but it was, uh, yeah, sweet I looked it you know? up. I looked it up on home advisor and they said concrete costs $10 a square foot. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. Four bucks a bag, right? Unbelievable. A couple bags. I don't know. So that's it for my list. Do you want to add anything to that? Do so wanna, much, uh, so much add? I want to add. Okay. Well then no, no, no. This is your show. You can add. I add to your shows. That's why this is so exa- people- I thought you were only going to four and a half in the That's first place. That's why so, so many people tuned in. Because for what? Because I add so much to the show. Yeah, well, you led the show too. That's why people <laughs> are here. All six of them. Instagram, we got to fire back up. People joining back in. If you have any comments on Instagram, fire them up now. Because thank God this one's over. Should it wasn't that bad. I just think it's funny. An ending. I just think it's funny to, to grind you a little bit too. Not <laughs> uh, to like That's razz you a little bit <laughs> about your hosting here. So it was fine. You did well. It's fine. It's fine. How's the podcast? It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Any uh, Mitcon deck says nice job, Wade. Thanks, buddy. He likes your hosting. Uh, do you have? 
you have any updates on the social channel? Like last week you were bragging about more followers and YouTubing and what else is going on? We got anything new going on? Uh, any new programs that we're running that I don't know about? How's deck destruction going? Deck destruction going? You guys killing uh, it? We dropped the ball on that one. Killing that one. I say we, but the whole reason we hired Bryce was to make sure those kinds of things kept happening when I got busy. And so it's not we. Bryce oh, has dropped the ball. Here we go. Right. The podcast doesn't so. get edited every week <clears throat> on YouTube. Yeah, and now we're actually making money at it. He's pumping Whoa, up. Oh, are we? Tons of, we getting paid? Yeah. Tons of podcast stuff out. He is getting Somebody look. actually asked me the other day if we, what happened to Dextruction. Mike, well, Mike. Yeah. Mike from Dextruction like, what's, what? Oh, you were maybe here. Mike was like, what's Dextruction happening again? Oh, kind of neat. And I was like, I don't know. We kind of got away from it. But we have some air. But we have a lot of stuff. That we, we got some yeah. stuff. Yeah. We, wanna, we got some stuff lined up. Is that here? It's ready to go. It's oh, here? Is it? The next blow, blow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Don't too do far. That. Now, that was too far. The net, like, that is ready anytime we're ready. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, that could be a so good deck. are ready? So, no, we don't have any. I don't know. No, we don't have any great news to share. Our YouTube channel has cracked 1,000 subscribers, just about 1,100, I think, at right, this point. 1,100. 1,000-something. How so many of those good? did we buy? Did we buy followers for that one? No. Oh, that's too bad. We should buy, buy followers. Them. It's way easier to get followers. I hear. Yeah, like like Dr. Dex, he bought all his. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> now you're shooting shots. <laughs> I just think it's funny. because It's like every third post, he oh. like, I didn't buy any I don't any think of he them. did, but it's just like. I don't think so either. I'm taking shots at everybody right now. Stop bringing it up. Just like. Yeah. Um, hungry men talk about bread. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Do these make sense? Yeah, these like that makes sense. dadisms and just throw them in. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, I wasn't sure if I was using it properly. Being that I'm not a dad, I just like I'm not sure when I should use them or 50, where. There's should. Eric. Eric just showed up. Um, there we hit fifteen thousand subscribers on Instagram, and we're charging along. We're at like fifteen four now, just what I think. Yeah. So that's pumping along. So follow us there, and and the YouTube channel is gaining traction as well. Uh, we were kind of stagnant at about 500 there a couple months ago because we weren't really doing any content. We put out a few videos, got some traction. Um, now Bryce has been focusing on putting some, some, putting out some YouTube stuff. And so now we're charging forward on that as well. Lots of videos up there. I just looked at our original Trex video we did. The 2019 Trex lineup has hit like 75,000 views. Mm -hmm. That oh one boy. is still charging forward in spite of the fact that we've since done two newer videos. Go figure. I don't know. Okay. That's maybe, uh, right maybe there. we... Looked thinner then. Thinner, younger, younger. We should die. Maybe we should dye our beards black. Not our hair, just our beards. I would do it. I got. I could do this. I could just for men my chin at least. Then I could get two bottles and just for men mine. Beard. Let's do <laughs> yeah. it. You might need some roofing blackjack. Let's do it. I'm game. We, we should do that bet. as a video too. Uh, Seuss is asking, beauty, are you guys slammed? So it... We last oh, couple days have just been had too one busy. <laughs> <laughs> last couple days have been sore ones, catch up days. But the first week of July was uh, was it was busy, and June has been was our biggest month ever, and May was our second biggest month ever, and Banana Land. What? Cocaine in the bananas. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. I see what you did there. It was banana Land. <laughs> it was like we were selling cocaine in deck boards. It was so good. Yeah. So yeah, it's been busy. Um, it's good though. It's challenges. Fun. You want to talk about challenges a little bit or we just want to shut this thing down and get the get out of here? If we shut it down and get out of here, I have to go home and make supper. Challenges are happening right now <laughs> <laughs> with <laughs> let me do you a favor here. 
It's challenging right now. There's some frustrating things happening right now in the industry. And like everybody that's in here is familiar with it. There's shortages on everything. We can't get a freaking order out without some sort of back order on it. It's frustrating. <gasps> and then you know what? This is the stuff that really grinds my gears. We do get an order out and our guys send the wrong shit. Sure. Yeah. Something's going to go wrong with the one you do get, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a deck delivery. 45 minutes south of town. Good deal. What are we going to do? We're going to take them decking. How much decking? We're going to take them 50 boards. Great. Let's take 47 that are one color and three that are the other color. What? How in the hell does this happen? Sounds like this is a real thing you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This today? Delivered a deck package to Moose Jaw yesterday. Got an email today. Three of the boards are not the right color. Like what were they? Coastal Bluff. And what were they supposed to be? No, sorry. They were they were supposed to be Coastal Bluff. And they, were they were not. But how far off are we talking here? Toasted sand. They were in the same row. But they're not even in the same pot. Like they're not in the same spot. Guy. These are all the same questions I asked the guys earlier. Smokes. And Pat was like, guys, they have stickers on the end of the board. There's stickers. And, and they're, they're not totally the same spot. Color. <laughs> <laughs> and they're a different color. Yeah, so the challenge right now, like, it's it's frustrating because we've got, like, it's frustrating on multiple ends. Like, on your end, it's frustrating because there's, there's a gajillion POs that are just sitting partially fulfilled. And it's like, it's a nightmare to try to bookkeep and, and receive all this stuff when, like, nothing comes completely. Nightmare on my end because it's like, I, walk, I get frustrated. I walk out the front door here and I look, at, like, right out the second floor is the textured black Regal stand. And it's just empty. It's empty. Yep. And there's been... Tens of thousands of dollars of it on order, and it's just not coming. We got uh, a shipping notification today. Three of your POs from Regal got. Oh, so that might be it. There's 40 grand worth coming. It's supposed to fill those racks back yeah. up. But it's like, that's a super popular color. The stuff flies out of here. Yeah. You're selling decks like crazy. There's not enough railing on that stand to do a single deck. You couldn't do a front landing right now. Couldn't do anything with it. And it's like, it's been on order for a while. It's like lumber's all shortage now too. Like we've still got, we're in a better situation than a lot of places, but we're out of some things here and there and there's no relief coming as far as when it's coming, when it's going to get refilled. Decking brands, like they've, Timbertex told us a couple color, like the distributors told us like these colors are done for this year. Excuse me? Yeah. You can't somebody get those me, colors now this year. Somebody told me, this really? might have been you, that Fibron shut down the facial lines. Just heard that today. So our store in Saskatoon sent a message Heavy and D. said, heads up, Fibron has told us, or the distributor for Fibron has told us that they're no longer running fascia and risers out this year. I assume that's in No, effort. that's not. They are going to do it this year. They're going to take a month off. Oh, sorry. In, until later in the fall. So I'm assuming that's they're going to retool the those lines to to extrude decking. decking, to try to get decking out, right? They're going to run decking for that. a month out so of the facial plan. I guess that kind of makes sense. You can do the facial later kind of thing, but it's like, that's what everybody's dealing with right now is that you can't get product. It's unbelievable. And then... Like joist hangers, right? Like flirting with joist hangers all the time. You get orders in, you get 30% fill rate. It's like your order comes and it's like 70% of it's back ordered. From When's a company, that coming? From in a, four weeks. From a company that has never done back orders. In our four years, every time we've ordered, it's been like one or two things tops. Yeah. Basically no back orders. Yeah. And this year it's like, yeah. And so this year, I came into the ordering this year thinking like, we're going we're gonna to run this tight. These guys deliver stuff weekly. We're ordering it a week or two at a time. And then we're going to order more. And then it's like, now it's like, just give me whatever you got in the shelter. We'll take it. I don't care if we don't really care. I'll just put it on a truck. Get it down. I'll set it back. If I don't do this, go. It's like... <laughs> 
It's like you try to just fill up what you need, and, and now, then, now it's just like, no, no, send me a truck of treks. Just give me a truck of treks. I can't like try to pick lists here. Just send me a truck from the plant. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> just send me whatever you can send me. Fun. And then in the uh, fall, then it's going to be like, you come in here, you're going to get a little, little coastal blast. You're going to get some coastal blast, a 12 footer coastal. Give me five, give me five, give me seven. That's like, <laughs> yeah. that's what's going to be going on this fall. Auction. We're going to be auctioning shit off just to pay bills because. Chapman in the middle of the year got all like pen happy. <laughs> Send me a truck of this. Send me a truck of that. Yeah. I can't get decorated. Send me a truck. It's like, dude, that's a, that's a most expensive board in the store. Send me a truck. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be easy to sell those when you can't get the cheap ones though. <laughs> Eric says, or the shipper loses part of the pallet content. Hey, no big deal when <laughs> yeah, that, that stuff flies too. off. Probably because it was sitting on top of the milk truck. New England deck pro says this shortage might push everyone to steal. So there's a, and then Eric Teru says oh, Fibron yeah. had a plant fire a, a few weeks ago. I didn't hear about that. So they had a plant fire, apparently. That would play into things as well. Um, so as far as pushing the th- thing to steal, so I've seen this happening in the Facebook groups a little bit uh, this year. People are saying, like, nobody can get pressure tree lumber. If they find it, it's obnoxiously priced. And people are saying, like, start framing with steel. Let's do it. Use Let's the fortress move our- stuff. It's two to two and a half times what treated normally is. And now treated is costing one and a half to two times more than it should. So the price difference is yeah. nearly a wash. You now. just went through this, right? You, today you were doing our Jesus. New, you were doing our new lumber prices. Yeah, I haven't entered them yet, but like buy your lumber now. <laughs> uh, it was all over the map. So what I was hoping when I because the prices for us, like our cost to buy it, went up about a month ago. However, we being the largest purchaser, <laughs> settled down of pressed treated lumber through tag at the start of the year. Nope. I don't know if that's, that's not true. Anymore. I don't know. It's, we anyway. buy the most pressure anyway, treated we, lumber. We booked, we booked quite a bit of pressure treated lumber at the start of the year, which meant we got to rebuy at the that price again in the middle of the year up to 50% of what we bought. Right. So we went to go, so we did that. And so we got old pricing again on that and stuff had gone up, but we got, we had booked the, held the price from before. So we're still working through some of that. So we haven't had to adjust our prices but yet, but everything that's getting infilled now is like going to be yeah, we're out now at the new price. And so I was hoping that that was like, Hey guys, how much did it go up? Is it just like 10% across the board? And it's like, nah, no, it's kind of all over the place. So then we had to sit down and do the math instead of just doing a bulk price adjustment, which is tricky because math is hard, right? Math is hard, but it wasn't as hard. It's that it's way more wild than I thought it would even be. I thought like, ah, if it's going to be like this one's 7%, this one's 9%, this one's 8%. It's like average rate increased 8%. Nope. Some things were 5%. Some things were as high as 22%. And everything in between. Most things around 10, 11% with most okay. of them. But like two by four, eight footers, 22%, they went up. So we're going to take the whole Jeez. line. Or are we going to take the whole line up? 25%? The whole yeah, thing. Yeah, go to the highest number. <laughs> and then sell steel. But now we got to go through and adjust things by however much they went up instead of just doing a bulk price adjustment because it just varied too much to yeah. be able to do a bulk okay. one. So anyways, tree lumber is going up like on average 10, 11, 12%. It looks like yeah. some outliers going up more than that. That's tough. Some I always tell less. like there's always, <coughs> there's always sort of two, two sides to every coin. And so for the homeowner, that's unfortunate because they end up with a more expensive deck. And the, like the actual reality of this for lumber yards is not, it's not awful when the lumber goes up like that. If you can get it to sell it. Correct. So, but if you sell it, we like at the end of the day, we actually make more profit because we're all like, we're percentage based on margin. Well, you make a margin. Yeah. Yeah. And so you make a margin if the thing costs more to buy and you charge a similar margin, then you make more profit. Right. Yesterday, Timmy 
moved a board and we made six on it. And today he moved the board and we made a dollar eleven on the same board because the price went up. So yeah. therefore the Yeah. So we yeah, look, we just we make more money when the lumber is more expensive. Yeah. And it's only really, really bad if one person jumps the lumber price or one person bottoms the lumber price. Right? Where it gets if everybody's boards go up, then it's good. Like if us and every lumber yard in Saskatchewan has an increase, then it's okay for all of us. But it's not ideal for the consumer because they end up having to pay more. And it should make no difference to the contractor because you pay that, like you pass that along. They should also be considering the idea of profit versus cost. Yeah, but where it gets tricky for the contractors is that they dump a bunch of quotes at the start of year based on one price and then it and then it changes, right? And I've tried yeah. to give some heads up to the guys that come through our place to be like, heads up, tree lumber has to go up some point. I'm trying to hold it as long as we can, but heads up, it's coming. And they're going, well, how much? And it's like, well, like roughly 10%. But they've got some quotes out there and it's like, you know, and it's like, and I, in spite of telling them. And writing on your quote that they're only valid for 30 days. Right. And and then there's some contractors that maybe you didn't get a communication to. They didn't see the email or they didn't come into the store for four weeks and leading up to the price change or something. Right. And then they buy it, they sell a deck and then they come in and pick it up. And it's like, you know, if it's only 10% on treated lumber, that's probably not a huge impact. It's not going to be massive. But if a, a brand of decking was to go up 8 10%, which we, happened this year. We got kicked in the knackers a couple of times. Well, we didn't, right? We held our price on Trex. We actually dropped on Transcend in spite of the fact that our price went up. We actually dropped on five months start of the year. Mm-hmm. And we held steady on TimberTech, who also went up. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the prices went up in composite. We held ground. Yeah. So... Pretty, there's uh, that pretty, pretty silly, pretty noble of us, I guess. Somebody should send us a badge or a, like a medal or something. I'd wear it, I wouldn't, but I'd just like to know that I got one anyway. Uh, hardcore K115 hardcore text, send me a truck of PT lumber. Nope. Yeah, nope, <laughs> only fence ports on if their I way. See one, it's mine. What did Eric say? Capitalism, uh, capitalism in action. Yep. I'm guessing he was replying to your comment of like, so everything's going to go up 25% then. That's right. We're going to make some so, money. Yeah. Uh, this is your show. I'm waiting for you to end this thing. Okay. Well, that's it. Have you been able to... <laughs> this is the Saskatchewan goodbye. Still waiting. Have you been able to line up Varney? Even trying to talk to him anymore? So I did try to line up Varney the week after we did it. And he's like, yep, sound... Like he didn't reply until the day of... And then he's like, sounds good. And then he sent me back a text of his son, like his son, like Taylor, and I can't remember the other son's name, but water skiing. He was in the boat water skiing. He's like, call anytime. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? Like you're, you're, in, you're in the middle of the lake. Yeah, I, I throw my headphones on. This can wait till next week. He's such a funny dude. Well, it'll be good. I can, I can do it. I was like, you know what, Jason, let's just plan it for next week. Cause like you're, I don't, we don't need to like interrupt you in the middle of doing that. So anyways, then I didn't follow up again. So, okay. Well, I was 86. Uh, I didn't hate it. I likely won't host anymore, though. Seems like a lot of work. That was it. All of this planning. <laughs> Such a waste. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's so much easier to just roll in and sit down. Are oh, you, plus your phone died. Are so. you going to sign this off here, then? Oh, yeah, I guess we have to go. Thanks so much. Um, here. That's it. There you go. There's your chance. Final words? Nothing. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. There it is. 
You've been listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Brought to you by the Ultimate Deck Shop. Shop with us at www.ultimatedeckshop.com or check us out at all the social networks we can keep up with. Hit us up for any collaboration or sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.